Hello and welcome to Wisconsin in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm J.D. Davidson, Regional Editor at the Center Square News Service. Dan McCaleb has the day off. Joining me today is the Center Square's Wisconsin correspondent, Benjamin Yount. Ben, how you doing? It is a beautiful day. I just got my Halloween decorations down in time for my daughter to, I think, come home with about $250 worth of Christmas decorations that she's going to expect me to put up. So the longer we do this podcast, the better for me. That's good. And the weather for mid to late November in the Midwest is unbelievable. It, it, get get your decorations up now because I have a feeling it's going to be snowy or icy on Thanksgiving. That's always how it is. We get punished for this kind of nice weather. Yeah, it's absolutely coming. We are recording this on Thursday, November 16th. Ben, earlier this week, the Wisconsin Senate, after making a little bit of adjustments, approved a funding plan to renovate American Family Field. And it's expected to keep the brewers in Milwaukee until at least 2050. Tell us the details and how much taxpayers will be on the hook for. The the price tag is about $500 million all total between the state's share. And then there's a share from the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. And it's a big number. But when you consider that this spreads the payments out over the next essentially 25 years, it becomes a much more manageable number when you're talking about a $44 billion state budget. Now, a half billion dollars here, a half billion dollars there, and all of a sudden you're talking real state money. And there is to this day the debate over whether taxpayers should, one, pay anything, two, pay this much, and just how much taxpayers are going to get out of this deal. The brewers, for just reference, they're putting $100 million of their own money into this deal. And you had an awful lot of Republican senators. In fact, half the Republican Senate caucus voted against this, either out of purely the principle that taxpayer dollars don't go to ball stadiums or there needs to be a better split, a 50-50 split, if you would. But in the end, the, the consensus was everybody wanted to get something done. The governor and a number of Democrats were on board with this. They found the votes to push it through. And yeah, this is all but a done deal, just waiting for the governor's signature. And uh, once we do that, a story that we've been writing about pretty much nonstop for the entire year will uh, will, will go off into the memory bank. I, I'm not sure, but I do think it's interesting that we're, we're talking about this on a day when Major League Baseball owners approved the Oakland A's move from Oakland to Las Vegas in 2028. This deal supposedly keeps the Brewers in Milwaukee for the next 25 years. Is there any chance of a hiccup between now and signage? It does not look likely, but, and and I have to say it like that, but Governor Evers has a tendency to want to put his stamp on things. Remember, we negotiated through the spring. We saw as lawmakers at the Capitol negotiated through the spring a huge school funding piece of legislation. It would expand access and send more money to school choice. It would send more money to the state's public schools. It would boost reimbursement rates for special education. 
it was one of these delicate packages that lawmakers spent months working on. They don't agree on much. Democrats and Republicans at the Wisconsin Capitol probably couldn't agree on the, the time this afternoon, but they agreed on this. It went to the governor and he used his amendatory veto to add a 400 year school funding increase to that legislation. So is there a chance for a hiccup with this governor? There always is. But don't forget, this isn't just Republicans and Democrats who are negotiating here. The Milwaukee Brewers also are negotiating. And there's a lot less of of a chance for, for, for monkey business, for flies in the ointment, wrenches in the machinery when you're dealing with someone who is outside of the Capitol. But you're right to talk about Oakland and Las Vegas. Charlotte, Nashville, and Salt Lake City have all been very clear that if the Brewers would like to leave, they would love to have themselves a Major League Baseball franchise. And and as I said on, on the radio earlier in the week, there probably would not be as big a debate over using taxpayer funding to build a stadium in Nashville or Charlotte or Salt Lake City because they would love to have what Milwaukee has and and become a big boy city by landing a Major League Baseball franchise. There are always going to be cities out there who want a Major League franchise, whether it's hockey, baseball, basketball, or football. Um, tell Tell me a little bit about the non-brewer ticket tax that's included with this. And what kind of play does American Family Field actually get throughout the year aside from the brewers? It is a covered stadium. Again, we have our famous opening and closing dome, but it's not it's not heated in the winter. When I went and, and took a tour of it in February, the tour guide said, Wear your winter coat. It's freezing cold in here. Chilly in Wisconsin in the winter, isn't it? It is. It is rather chilly here in Wisconsin in in February. Yeah, I, we we can we can definitely dip below the freezing mark. But American Family Field has become a very popular place for concerts, and this is something that that the stadium really enjoys because you can put thirty thousand people in to watch Kenny Chesney or to watch Kiss. Uh, they had a, a great a great lineup right before COVID. It was going to be Bon Jovi and Poison and and I think Motley Crue. It was it was a great if you're if you're of my age about for the eighties, it was great. <laughs> great lineup uh that, that got canceled. But the hope is to do more with American Family Field. And there's some talk about winterizing it. And so the non ticket tax or the non game ticket tax was this agreement between the brewers and lawmakers to have, you know, not have the state pay as much that if you can raise five or six million dollars a year with a non-game ticket tax, then you can offset that much money going in. The next sort of wrinkle in this discussion and where where we will write about this for a while is outside of Pfizer Forum, where the Milwaukee Bucks play. There is an area that's been called the Deer District, and it's got bars and restaurants, and there's going to be a hotel built not very far. Milwaukee Democrats really want something like that for the brewers. They want to call it the Beer District. The problem is, well, it's not a problem if you're a brewer fan. It's one of the great benefits of being a brewer fan. Right now, Milwaukee allows people to tailgate, and there is a great tailgate culture And you have people show up two hours before the game and cook their food and drink their beer and hang out and and watch their television out of the back of their pickup truck. A beer district would replace some of that parking, 
change that and start charging people for beer and brats that they used to be able to come and eat and drink for free. The brewers have been very clear. They don't want to make the experience more expensive for fans. So if we're looking sort of forward into the looking glass, this conversation about a beer district development that would drive a lot of sales tax revenue for the city of Milwaukee, that's the next hurdle to climb, but that's probably not going to move anywhere anytime soon. Again, they just got this done, and I think everybody wants to take a break for a little while. Sure. Ben, that's all the time we have. Listeners can keep up with this story and all Wisconsin stories at thecentersquare.com. For Ben Yount, I'm J.D. Davidson. Please subscribe, and thank you for listening. Thank you.